Recorded live in Morgantown and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, and John Flowers. This is the Final Forecast. Yo, it's your boy. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> it's your boy. Yo, it's your boy Jay Flow. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast with me, KJ. You. And Deshaun Butler is back. (laughs) 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 And our lovely co-host, Ash. That's me. Ash, catch him. Gotta catch him all. (laughs) Deshaun, we've missed you. Yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta walk away, so. Oh, is that that what happened? (laughs) Nah, nah, I've been very busy. Getting accustomed. He wanted to make a dramatic entrance again. Was this dramatic? True Deshaun fashion. (laughs) As dramatic as I get. I'm sure no one was expecting you to be on this episode again. Nah, uh, I I came close to retiring, but I had to dig deep and figure out what really means something to me, and I came back. I told a few people we replaced you. (laughs) (laughs) And And I replaced you in my heart. Whoa. You're gone. So how is it over there? People who don't know Deshaun is in Israel. How is it? It's uh, not bad, to tell you the truth. Uh, it's probably been the uh, one of the only countries that I've been to that uh, everyone speaks English really, really well. Um, like, extremely well. Uh, coming off the airport, uh, or coming out of the airport, I mean, like, just walking in. And, you know, you, you get that kind of a worry when you go to a new country that, People might not understand you or your kids or anything like that. And as soon as I walked off the plane, someone was like, hey, man, I saw you. I was like, oh, <laughs> excuse me. I was like, you from America? They're like, no, no, no. I grew up here, but it's good to see you out here and, you know, just having a small conversation with me. Yeah, so that's, was, that's, that's always a lovely surprise to see find people that speak English. Yeah, and a lot of people. So you can understand what everybody's saying. That's Thank great. We know. actually talked about that last week, about how, you know, hard that would be to go to a different country, not only to have to acclimate to their culture, but to not know the language would be so hard. So that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like this place is a little bit closer to the U.S. in a sense where there's numerous religions here. There's uh, numerous races here and it's like a melting pot of uh, all kind of things. So it's not too difficult to get acclimated here because everything is different in a sense. So there's not like this one thing that everybody's doing. Yeah. Is there any negatives, anything you don't like about being there? Uh, well, they just shot like some rockets up like a, a month ago. And, I saw like, that shit. Yeah. Like it's like, it's very confusing stuff. Not really, but uh, apparently they, there's a group, there's a group of individuals that uh, they don't really like uh, these the Israelis at all. So what they do is they, they uh, from the Gaza Strip, what they do is they send rockets in the air and, you know, they try to basically blow people up. But uh, Israel has this thing here <laughs> where they, they shoot them out of the sky. That's so crazy. Like, yeah, but the thing is, the rockets aren't really developed too great. Like, they're, like you know, think of someone trying to make, like, a rocket in their basement. Oh. And then they send, they send them out. as And they, they could do some damage. They could do some damage if they land. But the thing is, they, they never land. Like, right. like, I, saw, I saw some yeah. of them miss, though. Yeah, like, they, they have a 99%, like, a 99 them, point, like. But the uh, video I saw, the video I saw, some of them landed. 
That's why yeah, I, I was like, yo, what the fuck is going they, on over there, bro? For example, right, they like, there was like two of them that landed, but they landed like in the middle of nowhere. And then the other like eight or nine that they sent out at, at a certain time, they hit them all before they got over. So like, there's been like probably two casualties in like 15 years. So who, <laughs> how, how often do they send these uh, uh, rockets? Every every two years or three years, like they, they send them and then they have a peace agreement where they like, yo, we got to stop. And then they send them again after three years. But it's never Israel sending them over there. It's them sending them over here because they don't like the Israelis. Who is it's, uh What's the name of that country? I know what it is. I forgot. Pakistan. Yeah, it's, like, it's the middle. It's like somewhere in the Middle East, though. It's like a, it's a, it's a very, uh, very radical group. Yeah, there's a there's a country though. Like if you play in that country, you can't go play in Israel. And like, vice yeah. versa. Palestine. No, Israel. No, nah, no. Nah. Most most countries they don't care if you play in another country and go to Israel. But if you like, for example, like where Devin was, if I lived in Israel, I can't go to where that is. What Devin was. Yeah, like where Dubai was, like I like for example, Taylor just went to Dubai. He had to drive his car to Jordan and then fly yeah. from Jordan to Dubai. He couldn't he couldn't fly from Israel to Dubai. They'll just send you back. He snuck in Dubai. Yeah, most people do that. You can't like have it most people in Israel do that. Like they have to go to another place so they can fly in or they'll just see that Israel is like stamping your passport and they'll be like, nah, you gotta get out of here. That's crazy. Yeah, that's why Israel is uh, Israel doesn't really stamp many people's passports that come in from other countries because if they're just visiting, like they don't want them to fly and waste their money, and then you know they get to a place and the country sends them away, so they don't stamp as much. Wow, that's weird. It's like a whole other it's, world, literally. Good times, good times. <laughs> how how do you celebrate your Thanksgiving out there? Like, do they is that a big holiday to them? Is that a holiday at all to them? No, I don't think uh, they celebrate the killing of, uh, of mass Native Americans, but um, <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, what? I say something? Uh, <laughs> I can't. No. Anyway. no, no, let me continue. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, back on track. Um, we had a, a team uh, dinner where they, cause they tried to do this thing where the team uh, set it up for us where they get the majority of the American guys because the, uh, the Israeli guys don't really, you know, that's not their thing. Like, it's a big thing in America, not everywhere else. So, the uh, team set it up where we can have a dinner with our families and the guys that are American on the team. So, you know, we sat down and had a dinner. It was cool, but it was just like more of a get together. Not like, you know, we didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. So really. at least you guys got got fireworks. Fireworks. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, that was a month before, but it was more toward October, like the, the end of October. But hey. So did you bring your family with you? Yeah, yeah, they're in the next room right now. You'll Aww. probably hear them. Yeah, well, that's, them. that's cool that you got to take them with you, though, you know? They yeah. like it. Do they like it? Uh, it's like, yeah, it's just uh, things they're getting used to. Like, they like it a lot. But once again, it's my family's been everywhere, so they're there. It's like a new place. Like, they're there. They're having a good time. My son has the PS4. He's happy. And the other one is just running around the house. So, like, we, we're all good so far. No. Well, your kids, that? like, for being so young, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of, that's got to be pretty cool that they get to go, you know, dif to different places in the world and experience different things where most kids don't get to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, we uh, just came back from, uh, I missed the uh, the uh, the podcast, obviously, last weekend. 
I want to apologize to everybody, but uh, I was we don't traveling. accept. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to people. No, 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 no. But I was talking to you. I was talking to you. Shut up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we uh, went to uh, to Rome. So just like him getting a chance to go see the Coliseum and the Forum and the Vatican and also come down to uh, Israel and, you know, just walk around and see everything there. Like, it's, yeah, it's an experience that he'll probably... He won't forget next year or the year after until he gets old and he gets to. I don't uh, think he'd ever forget that. That's like a, some people don't get to go once in their lifetime, let alone, you know, when you know, they're young. Yeah, we kept the files, though. So he'll remember. You know how kids don't remember things when they're young. So <laughs> true. Yeah. What about uh, basketball wise? How is that? You play is uh, what's his name on your team now, right? Oh, uh, uh, Mari Stoudemire. Yeah, Amari. Stop him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he joined the team, uh, I want to say, like, two, three months ago. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I know. We're happy to have him. He's nice. Is he on you yet? Nah, I get out the way. Like, he's a very wild, like, player. So, he, like, <laughs> he could bump into you, and you're not, you have nothing to do with the player. So, I kind of stay out of his way. Good guy, though. Good guy. Y'all play, y'all play the same position only got him playing the five. He's a five, yeah. He's not. He's not the same position. I get. Once again, I stay out the way. Lucky you. He looked. Yeah. He looked like he still got it though. Like he got some game. Yeah, bro. Of course. Yeah, no, seriously. Like he. The thing is, like obviously he might not be as athletic as he was, but he still has like great athleticism. He's gained some weight, obviously from back like when he was younger. So he's like he moves really well. Friggin', he knows a ton about the game. Super helpful, and literally, he's helped us win. Like by himself, like, helped us win, like, two games. So, he's a really good player, so. That's what's up. That's what's up. Who, uh, is the dude on your team? <laughs> you got to get this dude a shout-out. That wears a jersey number 69. <laughs> uh, yeah, sicko. Uh, my guy, uh, I got Jacobin Brown. Yeah, yeah, he played at, yeah. he played at Texas. Yo, <laughs> most people, when they choose a jersey number, it's, like, significant, like, it means something. Like, I wear number 41 because of my mom. You were number one because of whatever. I don't wear number one. I don't wear number one. You used to. I'm glad you you pay attention. Continue. And he he wears number 61. (laughs) I mean, 69. Yeah, why 69? What an odd, odd number, you know? Really? It's a little... It's a a universal number. It's a bit inappropriate, you know? Is it? Inappropriate? I mean, I mean you're looking you at You don't it think that the way. number 69 is inappropriate? No, I mean, it's a number. It's been a number before. Not everybody has dirty minds like you, Ashley. Yeah, right. Take it easy, sex doctor. Anyway. <laughs> I can't help it. My mind goes there. That's how everybody knows that number. Just but saying. yeah, he's he's a, a ultimate troll for that, yo. He, don't, he, don't, he gives zero fucks. <laughs> nah, yeah, he, he really doesn't care. But uh, he's... <laughs> He's one of those dudes that uh, he's just always joking around and having fun. So it's good to have somebody like that in the team. Hell yeah. Y'all winning? Yeah, we're doing well. We're doing pretty well right now. Uh, we're like number two in uh, all of uh, the Champions League and uh, like the power rankings. And then what? We're five and one in Champions League. And, and no, we're five and two in, uh, in Israeli League and six and one in Champions League. So we're doing pretty well right now. Yeah, that's what's up. You see, yeah. uh, you running the Gary Brown out there? Oh, uh, you kidding me? I've seen him like three times, four times. Like everything's really close. So like, uh, yeah, like the first, not the furthest place is like probably like four hour drive. But 
like everything else that like everybody is a part of, like in this area I'm in, is like I would say like 45 minutes, hour 15 max. So we drive back and forth home every night after games. Like we get back home every time. Well, that's what's up. Yeah, similar to Belgium. What other mountaineers out there? Isn't it someone else? Am I missing someone? Or is it just good? Just GB. Um, Sheesh. I mean, Joe Alexander played out here last year. So, you know, his name is still, like, loved, beloved out here and everything like that. But not so much. It's just a bunch of players that you've played against in college or seen out. Like, you know how it is overseas. Like, you're going to see a ton of people that you know or you've seen. And this is basketball. It's big, but it's a small family at that So. I heard I heard Israel like as far as compared to other like European like places to go and play is it's like relatively easy on your body as far as practices and things like that. Is that true? And it depends on who you have as a coach. Like our coach is really chill and he used to play. Uh, he used to be he's a really, really good player. But um, freaking uh, like it just depends on who your coach is just like anywhere else. Like you could have one of those coaches that want to either pretend that they're a Serbian or came from that background or you have a Serbian coach or, you know, explain, you can get a coach Explain the Serbian coach, bro. Like, that everything has to be running or on your feet and if you have a two-hour practice and you practice basketball for an hour, they'll make you, like, just stay on your feet for another hour just doing something. It, didn't matter, it doesn't matter what it is, but you have to work for those two hours. Where some people can say, like, all right, you did basketball – you play really hard for like an hour and a half in practice. That's enough. Some people will want to go that two hours because that's what you do. That's all they were taught. Everyone that plays overseas hates, dreads to play for a Serbian coach, yo, because they just not got a bad, bad stigma. Yeah, they, they do, but it's not not all players do. I mean, some people some people's bodies can like handle that. Like you know, some people's bodies can take, you know, the, you know, being on the court two hours, maybe two and a half, three hours every day, just like, you know, that grind. Some people can do that. And then there's other people like myself that cannot because I have one leg. So, but you know. Amari not going for none of that anyway, though. I mean, he does a really good job. Like, that's why I said our coach does a great job with, like, managing what people do and what people don't. You know, some guys, like, for example, with me, like, if we have, like, three two-a-days during the week, like, I might have one where coach would be like, all right, cool, you're going to practice for like 45 minutes and then you're going to do the bike for like 15 minutes and then stretch out and then the guys will still be practicing. And he'll do the same thing for somebody that's not, like not hurt like I might be. Like it could be our guards and one of our guards has played like a certain amount of minutes. He'll just be like, yo, you practice for 30 minutes and then you watch the rest of practice and stay off. And he'll, they keep a good, they keep track of how, you know, our, like, you know, our trainer, like our strength coach trainer, he runs in a sense. He, him and our coach run our practices. Like mm-hmm. if our trainer sees somebody like tired, like and a little bit tired than they're supposed to be, he'll walk up to the coach and be like, "Yeah, he's done." And the coach will be like, "All right, cool." And so basically, go. basically, you got preferential treatment just like at WV. That's no. what's up, man. I'm happy. <laughs> for <you>. Happy <laughs> for you. Once Great again, to be you, Deshaun. Once again, <laughs> this team chose me. I can't, you know. This team can't. KJ, you What'd played you in Serbia. You played in Serbia, right? Was your coach Serbian though? Yeah, bro. I had three Serbian coaches since I've been overseas. And they all been <laughs> But the funny thing is like they all like love me. Yeah. But it's like, bro, it's it's crazy. <laughs> you keep going back, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs>
Keep going back. They keep passing it around. Hey, the survey coaches just talk to each other and tell you, get Kevin Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to run him to the ground. How's the how's the females over there? They look good. They they pretty. I actually can't tell you. I haven't seen a, a person. <laughs> you haven't seen a female? I haven't seen a person since I've been out here, bro. Just been a in the house. I'm just I'm just joking. Um no, just like anywhere else overseas or anywhere on the planet, like there are people that look great. When you get when you get near a beach, man, I mean, what do you expect? Like there's gonna be some like what do you say? What do you say at the beach? Like I don't, just, I don't know. I'm asking. You never, been, you never been to the beach before? You uh, what? Nope. Not a beach in uh, Israel. No, I haven't. It, it, so. it doesn't matter. It's a beach anywhere. You go to a beach. You, all no. you're gonna see is, for the most part, you see good-looking women. You're gonna see ass. You're gonna see, hopefully, uh, <laughs> not, just nice bodies walking around. I mean, you see a ton of them, and you see a ton of terrible <laughs> ones. Like, it's like that's what you see at the beach. Terrible bodies, good bodies, kids running around, sand, water. It's uh, not. Nah, it could be like the beaches could be different out there. I heard like it's like you can go nude or you can wear a thong, like girls be wearing thongs and stuff like that. You don't see that at Virginia Beach. That's what I'm I haven't seen that part of the beach. But once again, I'm not a beach person. Like you, like, like I told you before, like we've gone to the beach every summer. I'm standing near the pool somewhere. Like I'm not a beach person. So <laughs> once again. John, what is it about the beach you don't like? New beach. I don't like sand. <laughs> what you say, KJ? I said John's dream is to always go to a new beach. You know na- the nastiest things are new beaches though? Like... It's always right. the old people that take their clothes exactly. off. Like, and you usually, get it? like you, you've been to a spa overseas, right. have you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like you're gonna see dumb, huge, old, old, old <laughs> women and and dumb, huge, huge old men, just old people walking around, letting the sun. <laughs> like you ain't trying to no, know, and people know not to go there because they're old people are gonna be there. It's the same yeah. thing. Like, but it's like kind of like I got an old soul. It's kind of like Miami Beach in a sense where like. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, the Miami of their country. Like, so a bunch of people either go here or they go to a lot, which has a, a beach over there as well. So a lot's more of, like, a it's a nice beach, too, but it's not as, like, it's not wild as, like, what you would say, Tel Aviv, like, where people come here to party and then leave, like. I don't go to new beaches, though, to see other people. I go to new beaches to just be free and walk around uh, and let my, let yeah, my nuts hang. John likes to let it hang out. I've never, yeah. I've never been to a new beach, so I wouldn't know. Let it. Let it swing doing the ball Johnson dance. Ball going. <laughs> Didn't we do that at the golf course? Didn't we talk about that not that long yeah, ago? I was, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, I was about to say, like, I don't know what that wasn't the beach. Nope. No clues. I just want John to be... doesn't need an excuse to drop trial. He just does it. Yeah, apparently. Trust me, I know. Sicko. Sicko. Sicko mode. Can't be free? Nope. And now you're hating on old folks, bro. They just want to be free, man. They don't want to go I, to the beach. All I'm saying is this. When someone, if someone wants to go to the beach to just see some new chicks or some shit like that, chances are you're going there for the wrong reasons because that's what's going to be there. Like yep. I said. I, I didn't say you. I'm just saying a person. Okay. It's because so, old people don't give a fuck anymore. You know what I mean? Like, why do they care? Cool. Let's just I mean, let it hang out. If it's, it's a new beach, they show new. They're following the rules. That's, I'm just saying, when you when people go, like, for example, if they wanted to go to a spa because they're like, oh, you walk around new, and somebody's like, oh, I'm going to see some chicks there new, you're going to walk in there, and that's not what you want. You yeah. went there for the wrong reason. Mind you, they said new beaches are disgusting because old folks walk around there. But that's negative. Let the record show. See I don't want to see old people naked. That, that's for me. It's disgusting for me. I mean, I, 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 don't look. 
What? <laughs> That's impossible. It's go, to impossible. The beach. go to the beach. Don't don't touch the sand. Like what? Like what are you talking about? <laughs> Look. I'm, I'm, I have I feel like at a certain it's possible. At a certain age, like you should be late. You should be allowed to just walk around naked wherever you want. What? I think you get like sixty or something. You're getting out of control. You're you're out those out of control. senile people walking around the neighborhood. Anywhere. Exactly. Anywhere. There's old people that do that now. Going to pick up your mail. Nah, not, not a chance. Hold up, though. Why, why after a certain age? Because you've seen and been through a lot <laughs> that so you just won't understand. So everybody else should see and be through a lot? Yes. You made it? Yes. No, sorry. <laughs> no, I got kids. You've earned your nude card. I don't need the guy from Family Guy walking around butt naked around my neighborhood. <laughs> nah, that's all right. I might move to a new colony. Me and Josh, we might live there this summer. I don't know. Still debating. It sounds like really? the right place for you, you know? Yeah, it might be. It might be. That's just, what, be that's what, just be free. That's interesting that you said colony because that's what nudists refer to their places as. So are you trying to move to a nudist colony? Yeah, that's what me and Josh are talking about. Be with the Not deers. Just know <laughs> the deers. Oh, it's you just missed the deer. Just deer. The deers. No, it's, it's, it's no S. No yeah, deer. It's deers. It's deer. It's no S. It's yeah. All right, deer. <laughs> I hate motherfuckers like you, bro. What? I'm helping you out. So you don't <laughs> talk to another... I, right. I didn't say you me. I just want to help you out. Because if an adult, if an adult heard you say that, then... <laughs> make conversation. You say that. Don't correct <laughs> me. I finally got an answer. Remember uh, our, our last conversation? We were talking about hunting season and why it's happening this time of the year. It's because it's mating season and they actually like leave to go mate. And, and that's why it's hunting season right now. So you'd like so, to know. That's why deer are overpopulating our uh, environment. Hmm? Deer are overpopulating our environment, apparently. Yeah, that's why people hunt. Exactly. It's terrible you reason. You mean to tell me people are shooting shoot deer while they're trying to get their fuck on? Yes, yes, KJ. You, that up. is accurate. So they try to they blow the little deer whistles like a girl, and then the guys come out, mm-hmm. or vice versa, which is sickening. Because if things are overpopulating, the best thing to do is kill them. I wonder if that. I wonder if that. I wonder if that translated pretty well for like other things in life. So yeah, this place is getting too popular. Let's just take them out. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's called genocide, right? Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> I've heard it before. <laughs> it works though. No, I was, it, I was thinking that too. Like, why not just domesticate them like you do cows or something? What would their purpose be? You mean just like for meat, maybe? That's why you say you hunt. That's why they say that's why you say you hunt them, right, Ash? Yeah. That's why well, you I don't hunt this. personally, but you right, know, well, yes, well, that is why people hunt to no eat. One goes to, no one goes to the farm like and just sits like fifty like five hundred yards out and just snipes a cow like. They walk that. They walk that motherfucker through. They walk that motherfucker through to the chopping block. Like they get, they get him through. <laughs> you don't see people. You don't you see, see people, people taking pictures with cows. Cow heads in there. Like yeah, I got got me a big one today. Like nah. Check out this beast. Meh. <laughs> exactly. Like, like no one does that. So like just 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 herd herd them things in there and and, and chop them up. <laughs> That's simple. Like you don't need the. You don't need to just. You don't need a rifle to go out in the woods hunting rabbits and di- like. Come on, these are things that don't even disturb anything. They eat. 
They're eating fruit, vegetables. But I, I don't think you can just walk up to a deer and just. Yes, you can, bro. Bring it somewhere though. Right? Yes, yeah. Come, come on, deer. Yeah, let's come on, go. Deer, like, get the we're going can, to the slaughterhouse. Bro. You knew what <laughs> business. You knew what business you got into when you first started. That's what it should be. If you got to wrangle a deer, wrangle up a damn deer. But you don't have to put bullets everywhere. All you miss straight bullets is flying all over the place. You just walking through the woods like, 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 come on, bro. Like you could be out camping and all, like you just walking through the woods and you got to get. People do accidentally get shot though, right? Every day, every day. Accidentally. Accidentally. <laughs> That's the best. Ain't that interesting? Like you just carry some people out to the woods. Like we gotta go hunting, and then oh, we lost Todd today. Yeah. It was an accident. I, I heard some I heard some quail to the left of me and I shot and I was just sort of like quail quail eye level of a shotgun. People like, get shot every day, B. I know. Hunting season. But I don't think so is it gonna be okay like for when aliens come, right? Is it gonna be okay for them to hunt us and put them put us on the wall and see, I got a big black guy today. <laughs> I just don't see no, I see no purpose in anything keeping us after they did that. Like, that'd be sick. Just post us on a wall? Like, nah. nah. I mean, if there's nothing we could do about it, like, what the, like, what are you going to do? It's true. There's nothing. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, well, what you going to do about it? I think that's a little bit different, though, because, I mean, we we are, you know, how do I want to put this? Like, we think, you know what I mean? Think critically, and we have weapons, and we could fight back as we're deer. And I- they don't yeah. have. They don't have what? that. That's very you know rude I mean? of you to say. It's true. Deer, deer think critically all the time. Like, am I going to cut hold left on. or right when someone's shooting at me? No, so, but hold on, hold on though. Ash last week <laughs> said that you have to be smart to hunt the deer. You got to outthink the deer. Now she's saying deer is. I'm I saying see. that there is a technique to it, you know, tracking deer and things like that. I'm not That's saying so. that they're aware so. of what's going on. So wouldn't there be a technique for the deer to not get tracked down? Not that I'm aware of, but I I could be wrong. I, mean, I don't know. I don't hunt. Exactly. Oh, no, deer as well too. To know. Every everyone because, said you gotta outsmart the deer. Now you know what I mean. So I, I get oh. it. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't think that deer are that aware. You know what I mean? But to Kevin's point was, earlier, though, I feel like if something's smarter than us, they probably think we don't have as good a critical thinking as they do. So in turn, it wouldn't matter. They would exactly. be the they'd be the uh, superior in knowledge. So. And they will probably have better weapons than we do. Bye. Which is probably why they wouldn't hang us up anyway, because they'd be smarter than us. Like, only stupid. Like, that's stupid. Why <laughs> kill an animal to hang it? kill an animal hang its head up in your house? I mean, that's stupid in my opinion. I'm not saying that people are stupid. I'm just saying that just doesn't make sense to me. It's confusing. Just like a lot of things I do is confusing to other people. That's just confusing to me. Like, I'm going to kill a raccoon and stuff it and sit it in the living room. It's like, what? That thing was in your garbage can, probably. <laughs> <laughs> your garbage can. Yeah, like, it's like, I'm, I'm going to, like, kill a possum and then just hang it in my house and put the claw hands open and shit. Like, why? Like, why do that? Oh, why would you want something shit. that could have rabies in my house? Like, I don't want that in my house. Some people stuff their pets. <laughs> yeah, like, pass away. That's just ridiculously crazy. Like, I, honestly, like, you, this pet died. You just got to, you got your, your old dog in the house just not moving. <laughs> so if it was a, if if there was a pet cemetery, would you use it? Man, listen, like I love my dogs, and there's a dog though, bro. Like if it dies, like if it dies, it dies, bro. Like you can't be out. 
pets. I can't be out here digging plots for like, come on, man. Like, oh, but your dog. animal's like a part of your family. You should give it a proper yeah. burial. Don't worry about it. We'll burn them up, hook them up nice, put them in a put them in an urn somewhere or something, or maybe we'll plant them and then have them like be a tree or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. But, uh, hey, dog. So check this out. Like I saw this online. It's pretty weird. I, I laughed when I saw it. So there's this thing where you could put people like think of a person. You could put them in. You know how you have those trees that you plant yourself and it has the roots and everything like in a bag mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the bottom. They have a thing where they put these people in a bag. And you put this, like, you put tree stuff, like, in the bag with the people when, like, you bury them. And you bury them underground. And then the tree, basically, like, the worms and everything come to the tree, like, to that that bag. And then, basically, a tree grows. Like, they grew a tree out of a person's body. That's insane. But then again, I mean, it's giving back to the planet. Unless someone's, like, sick or something, then you'd be spreading that in the oxygen. That'd be weird. I wonder what that would be. That's kind of weird. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patty lived a great <laughs> life. She she was having so much fun. Let's bring her back as a tree. Let's bring her back as a fern. Like, no, nah, uh, <laughs> no. Nah, but think about this, though. Like, you know how people say, like, oh, you bury people in the earth and then you give it back to the... Like, how do you do that in a coffin? Yeah, that's Like, I've always understood. I never understood. Like, these coffins dissolvable? Like, like I don't understand that. No, so, no. Like, and actually, like, the like the thing that they put the coffin inside is, like, this big piece of metal, which is not yeah. biodegradable. So it yeah, just like, really is trash, you know? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. If your body's, like, I, I don't know. if you're, I don't, I, That'd be stupid. To th- I don't know. Is your body biodegradable? <laughs> like, I don't yes, know. Yes, yes, Your body is. So if, decomposed if it is, that's what I'm saying. So if it is, then in turn, like, not to compare our bodies to, like, bananas or banana peel, but if you know how you throw a banana peel on the ground and someone could pick it up and then use it and compact it and use it to plant or okay. replant things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, compo- there we go. I watched it on Caillou. Anyway, um, friggin', <laughs> friggin', if they could do that, then if your body is decomposable, I mean, why not? I mean, Make you can save room uh, and coffins and uh, or oxygen on trees. Yeah, I mean, might as well recycle our bodies into and something good. And not breathing too much CO2. I get it. Oh man! People trees. What that just got weird. Sorry. Sounds like Greta did to me. Hey, did y'all watch that? How was it? How was it? Oh no, I missed it. How was it? It was oh, good, man. It. I enjoyed it. I don't even really watch boxing like that. Oh, I forgot that fight was last night. Shoot. Yeah. Yo, question. I have a question. What did you think about the interview that he did when he yelled at the guy? I thought that was funny. You guys probably talked about it, but I thought it was funny. No, what interview? All right, so like he had an interview where basically, like, like, about yeah, yeah. So like a couple weeks back, like he had did like a post fight interview where someone asked him like if he was ready for the fight or whatever, and he was kind of like, "Yeah, I'm ready for the fight. My people been fighting for 400 years. I'm ready for the fight." (laughs) Like, so then, so then, like, like I want to say a couple days prior to the uh, to the fight. He was walking and this guy walks up to him and he has to do like, he's walking into like a red carpet or something like that. And there's a black guy inter- like asking questions and a group of reporters. And he, the guy, the black reporter goes like, hey, w- could you please uh, elaborate more on your comments about our people fighting, I mean, your people fighting for uh, 400 years? And he just kind of like flips. Deontay Waters like, like your people too, motherfucker. Like you, your people too. Like, you know what I mean? And I kind of, I wonder, 
Like, who looked crazier? Deontay <laughs> Water yelling at the guy or the guy who was a black man in general asking another black man what he meant about we've been fighting for 400 years. Like, which one looks stupid? Because he's a reporter. So I feel like he has to ask his own questions to have a good story. So does that guy look stupid and baiting him into answering that question? Or does Deontay Wilder look stupid for yelling? I would say Deontay, probably. I mean, you know what I mean? Because it's it's the reporter did his job. You know, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people probably wondered the same thing. And plus, yeah. he probably didn't even write his own questions. But still, like, That's what I'm saying, though, don't most reporters do their own questions? Though? Like, I, I don't feel like I feel like not always. Like, not always. Uh, so most of the time, it comes from like their 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 uh, like there their are like writers and editorial people who yeah who who write questions for interviews. Uh, cool, 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 cool. So I was curious. I was wondering who looked dumber because he was yelling at the guy, and the guy looked. Like everybody's like, you look at the comments, the guy's like, everybody's like, yeah, he a black man and he don't know, he act like he don't know what he's talking. I'm like, wow, like this is a lot going on here. <laughs> I, I feel like that had nothing to do with the boxing match, right. though. <laughs> exactly. Like, it I'm was, like, it was really what? weird, though. Like, you can't was, compare slavery really to a boxing match. It turned left immediately, though. Like it was left from Rick. When you think about it, though, like, that's what's going to sell tickets, just a race. When you play oh, the, yeah. It, it probably it, went yeah, viral, yeah, like, sure. all over the place. Yeah. And now that's people what's gonna, yeah, of course. It was very funny, too. too. I just, I saw it. I was just, like, I was just amazed at where it went to, because I was like, this has nothing to do with the fight. And he's yelling at another guy about him not knowing about slavery, apparently. And I'm just... I also think, uh, I don't think he got it all upstairs, Deontay Wilder. Most boxers yeah. don't. Yeah, he, he said that he wanted to catch a body in the ring. And for yeah. those who don't know what catch a body in the ring means, he wouldn't mind killing somebody in the ring. No kidding, he said that? Yeah, he said yeah. that on a sports show. Oh, my gosh. I, I think that's kind of like a thing, though, with boxers in general. Like, not that they want to go and kill people, but, I mean, more or less, yeah. like, they want to win convincingly. And I think death is yeah, the most I, convincing one. But do you think maybe... It, but go, just like the way that he talks, maybe he just says these things because he knows it's going to be controversial and it'll get out that's there. Me. You know, he's maybe he's smart. That's what I, said. I think he's like, I think boxers, some boxers are really smart guys. But I also think that you just like football players, you got to have a little like something, a screw loose up top to do what you're doing. Like you're <laughs> punching people in the head or getting punched in the head all the time. Like sooner or later, like the. The realm of reality doesn't apply to you as much as it does the next person. <laughs> like, like you can't expect him. Like, people are sitting there making fun of people for not being able to read or not do things. Certain. It's like, bro, they've been boxing for twenty plus years. Like, <laughs> how well do you think you could do something getting punched in the face for twenty years? Yeah, it's true. So you gotta be back to the killing thing though. Like, why wouldn't you have that mentality in a boxing ring? Though? That's what I feel like. It's more of a mentality, but some some people want to take it to that extreme. I bet. I I, I don't mind the mentality of it, but it's it's just like if it happens, it happens. But he's like, it sounds like he was going into it, like <laughs> that's what he wanted to do. Like it's it's just kind of weird to me. I don't know. Yeah, that's. I yeah. That's, so, that's so strange to me. Yeah. Say, I want to kill somebody. Like. Okay. At work. That's a good question, though. In that yeah. circumstance, if there yeah. were a boxing match and somebody died, 
could that person go down for a manslaughter? No, it's happened before. No. Has it happened? No, they can't. Yeah. They can't go down for a manslaughter now. Peep huh. this. Sugar, Sugar, I think it was Sugar Ray Leonard. He had a dream that he killed somebody in the ring, and then the next day at the fight, he killed him. I'm not sure if that was the... Oh, I'm, Sugar I think Ray it was Leonard? Sugar. Yeah, really? Sugar. Yep. Sugar Ray Leonard. He's Sugar Ray Leonard ain't the biggest dude in the world to be killing people. And that's with. how I know. I know. And that's yeah, why I know that. And that's how I know that dreams are like reality. And that's how I know. That's that. how you know. Shut up. That's <laughs> how. <laughs> I'm glad that that made a reality for you. John, this better not go back to no ghost story. <laughs> no, shut I'm up. not. I don't. I don't want to do this right now. I mean, you said it. So. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was Sugar Ray kill someone in the ring. So just I think Google. I think you're right, actually. Hang on. Oh, you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He knocked him out. The guy never regained consciousness, died hours later, and that's when Sugar Ray Leonard oh, told wow. reporters he had a dream about it the night before. Wow. That's crazy. That's wild. Wait, what if he lied about what if he lied about the dream? Right? He did? Why? How come wait? What was that? What, everyone... That was alibi. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the dream. Yo, you can't blame this on me. How come every time someone has a dream, it's a it has to be a lie? Like, nah, come on, yeah. I gotta stop doing every, that shit, man. Every dream is not a lie, but they, Martin, people lie about their dreams. You didn't, you didn't say Martin Luther King's dream was it was a lie. Now nah, so that wasn't my a literal dream. dream. It was so red. An actual dream. It was a, a different version of a dream. What do you? But would you call that? Uh, shoot, I can't think today. It's not a literal wait, meaning. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you're telling me Martin Luther King didn't have a dream. He literally didn't have a dream. The dream, the dream, in a sense of like my dream one day is to be this. You know, that's no, a no, dream, no, no. not a literal dream. Like John. I fell asleep and I dreamt John. this. No, he John. said he had a dream. <laughs> I hate you. You're taking it so wrong. <laughs> no, he did not. He said, I have a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> oh, so that means he's continually having these dreams. No, but... no, no, no. his dream is for this to to happen. You know what I mean? That I that kind of dream. Why not... doing this John, right John shut, shut up. I'm done with you. I know. You probably did have a dream about it, though. Like, <laughs> did you go, did you go to Sojourner, Sojourner, Sojourner Troop Elementary? <laughs> all right. Just be careful what you guys dream about. That's all I'm saying. I had, hey, one... crazy, I had a crazy nightmare like well, a couple weeks ago. You had what? A crazy nightmare a couple weeks ago. About what? I can I can I interpret can't... it for you. I can interpret it for you. I, I'm good at that day. So go ahead, tell us what your nightmare was. I went on a, a kayaking trip. And uh, the boat turned over in this, uh, this shot, like not shallow water, it was pretty deep water. And I was under the water with like a group of like five people. And there were electric eels in the water. And I got shot to Ooh. death. And I oh. kept shaking. And I was shaking in my like, and, and, like I was shaking in my bed. <laughs> and my roommate had to like come over and wake me up. And I had my like fist clenched and I was biting and shut out my tongue. Terrible. I was so scared. What? I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep right for like two for two days. It sounds like you, you had, had a, a stroke. A <laughs> I almost did, like in my dream. Oh my you god! A, sounds like you had a seizure, bro. And I was having a dream, and then I had a seizure. You might want to go to a, a Israeli doctor to see what the fuck. <laughs> That's I crazy. Well, I survived it. Haven't had one since. 
That's kind of like what happened to me, but I had an orgasm in my journey. Uh, I think you were, I think you were doing something. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't biting, I wasn't biting my tongue. I was biting my lip, my bottom lip. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's called a Look it up. It was a ghost. It, was, it happened. So okay. we, we won't get into that. Hey, bro. Somebody, a lady came up to me yesterday and was like, yeah, I love listening to your podcast and everything, but there's just some episodes I can't listen to, like the John having sex with ghosts and stuff like yeah. that. I was like, turn it away some listeners for us, man. <laughs> up. Bye. I was looking for that negative comment. There it goes. Yeah, exactly. There you go. For negative. And for anybody that doesn't know, John's been looking for negative comments because everybody's been such so positive and and had nothing but great things to say about us. But John, he's waiting. So now he's got it. He can't handle it. It's a lot though, right? Like think about that. Think about that day. Like if your wife or your coach or something like that was like just telling you positive stuff every day, every day. You're doing a great job, Dave. And you know for a fact, like you, you, you're not doing everything right. Wouldn't you? Yeah, that was pretty fun. That happened in my freshman year at time. Like, yeah, you're the next Magic Johnson. I'm like, okay, buddy, let's take it easy here. Let's take I mean, it easy. I mean, he wasn't. Magic he wasn't. Johnson and me are like, nah. He he didn't lie about like your greatness though, but. So he didn't lie about how good you're gonna be, how good you were gonna be, but he could have told the truth about like your weaknesses so you can improve them. I get what you're saying, but yes. these aren't like we're not talking about people critiquing the podcast. These are people who listen. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's exactly. awesome that people are being, you know, positive about it. You know, you want some negative comments? We'll send it off to some people who you know analyze podcasts exactly. for a living, and we'll get these that critique. Regular everyday people. Yeah. And we appreciate your support. You're listening to The Final Forecast. Get involved and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast. Hey, how's the, uh, how's the WVU basketball team looking this year? I've seen one game. How are we? What to keep up, man. I'm trying. Like, it's very difficult. KJ's um, I say we're getting better. They're young. It's a young team. So... A lot of growing pains, but I mean, right now we're beating who we're supposed to beat, so yeah. that's good. Hopefully, we can beat a lot of people that we're not supposed to beat. You know how it is. You know how exactly. the schedule goes. Are we as young as you, as uh, as we were when you graduated, Kevin? I think you know what year I'm talking about. Yeah, no, we're not that young because we had <laughs> right, we had uh, my my fr- my senior year we had seven freshmen. Yeah, I know. E truck and Turk with the upperclassmen. Yeah, actually, so, one of the biggest one of the biggest travesties that year is uh, the uh, biggest play of the year snub. People still come up to me and tell me about. I'm like, bro, that was six years ago. I'm Doesn't over matter. It. But I'm not over. The scars back up. Poor Kevin's just trying to move on, and everybody's trying keeps to move on with life. <laughs> they look good. They, I don't know. It's not your oh, typical. Man. It's not your typical Coach Huggins team, bro. It's not Why pressing. Is that? Yeah, I was gonna say they're not very on. aggressive. Like, you know what I mean? Is, I mean, is it is it is it more or less than not aggressive, or is they still getting accustomed to doing the things that he needs them to do? How many times have we tried to do that press? Not that press, but press in the beginning of the year. Every time we did it for like three three days, and then he was like, "All right, we done trying to press." When he saw me, Cam Thurman in the press, like, "Yeah, let's, this can't work." <laughs> All right, but what Coach Huggerson have you seen get constantly out rebounded? That's what I was gonna say. 
constantly. I'll rebound a lot. Or just not play. Or give up, give up 90 points. I'm not going to lie to you. I know you remember the first, like, couple games we had with him at first. Oh, Those first, like, I'm saying that was that was your freshman year. Our first couple games with him, we didn't look great at all. We looked pretty bad even up until we played Cincinnati where he wore the crazy suit. We played, <laughs> we played like, pretty bad up until then. Yeah, we yeah. didn't really play. That's what I'm saying. So we didn't really have like any good consistency in what we were doing until like I would say midway to the end of the year. Like, so I mean, it's a different team. I I, I would say that. I see my my big guy shooting threes and stuff, right? So that's that's new. <laughs> hey, uh, Dad, you ever shot eight threes in a game? Yeah, I shot eight threes before, but it was only because I was like actually made a ton of shots. Someone that was that was the game. I shot score like, fifty points. Forty points, but uh, yeah, I shot eight threes that game. Yeah, he probably shot fifteen threes that game. He's getting them up uh, that game. Nah, I shot I think twelve. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, nice. you gotta keep going. Yeah, you gotta keep going when you're going. Yeah, whatever. So but I heard K- KJ doesn't like uh side shooting threes. I never I said that. that. What the. F- <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing for him to shoot him as long as, like, if he's consistent, he's making them ball means go ahead. But I just wouldn't want him settling for that because that's not the reason why he couldn't get into the the, like, the NBA people. They want him to work on his range and make jump shots. That's cool. Like, he needs to be able to work on that aspect of his game as long as he doesn't forget the, the main thing that he does and remember, like, to continuously get better in the other things, the defense and other aspects of defense because they know him as a shot blocker. So what they want to know him as is somebody that can guard on the perimeter so they can switch and him be able to actually contain guards and, and wings and bigs, being an undersized big. So, mm-hmm. like, him making jump shots, it's not going to just sit there and they're going to forget that he has to do these other things. Because exactly. they're not going to ask him to make jump shots when he gets there. They're going to ask him to do everything else. They don't care if he can make jump shots now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He not, yeah, he's not shooting more than if he went to the Thunder. He's not shooting more than Russell Westbrook and the rest of them. He's not. He yeah. might get three, three shots or four shots a game. But if he has that, to make he has to make those open ones that he gets. I mean, yeah, if you get the opportunity to shoot him and make them, I mean, that's obviously the the, the goal. But I would want to see him do more of like continuously blocking shots at a rate that he was blocking them last year, and showing that he can guard the perimeter. Because if he shows that he can guard any guard, then when he goes to the NBA. That's what they'll see. Like, oh, he guarded guards before, so then he can go and, you know, we could play small. And then Sags when they is, small, they do well. Is Sags a senior? Junior. Junior, junior. And he about to break the blocking record already, bro. That's crazy, <laughs> yeah. bro. Crazy. I seen him block one shot yesterday with two hands. That was like, he, the I, the guy literally was in the air already before Sags jumped. Yeah. And he still blocked it with two hands. I'm like, yo, this, like, his timing... It's crazy, crazy. I never hey, seen that before. Hey, Kev, Kev, you remember when John and Wells thought they was doing something? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, though. Y'all not going to this, this <laughs> Imagine part of we had Sags on our team instead of oh, John. Oh, boy. We would have we we been throwing everything that was around. I would have just sent them. Like, damn. Straight on drop stage. <laughs> I was Who doing was that anyway. You know, John wasn't blocking nothing then. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> what was uh what a hug said we was and block shots? We was like <laughs> fifth in the fifth in the NCAA and block shots or something like that. Fifth in the country and block shots. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, Cam Thurman, we got well just I was like, yo, we're sitting right here. 
And like you're having a private conversation with someone he didn't know. Like, it's us. They said we're fifth in the league on block shots. I said, are you shitting me? Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. Doing pretty damn well for ourselves. Yeah. Good was guy. that the final Yeah, yeah. It definitely wasn't my junior year. Yeah, we sucked that junior year. Everybody was getting a bucket. Everybody was getting a bucket that year. <laughs> Everybody scored with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sags, that's, I, I'm glad to see him like get him like you know expanding his game. That's dope. <clears throat> Maybe that'll continue. Like he'll con- continue to expand his game offensively and defensively, become a better player. Who else? I saw the uh, I see uh, the young the young boys is looking uh, a little bit more comfortable. Who I like Jordan. Yeah, he's getting comfortable. He's getting a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, freshmen over dribble the ball. Like that's just that's just how it is. Like you don't want to do more than you can do. It's like. Nah, they did. Yo, you should have saw John when he got to the boy. I'm talking about, you know, John's favorite, his favorite move in college is he used to put the ball down, ball right, and do that little hezzy and then in and out and then cross over. And he's, kept, he's in the same spot for about like five, six yeah. dribbles. So, <laughs> so I used to hate. Oh, I hate people lying on me. Though. Hey, John, what are doing? I think, I think they need to. The, I think they need to let uh, Joe McKay just do what he do, bro. That's what he does. Yeah, I know, but he's still going to be able to... Like, the, thing, the thing about him is he's still going to be able to do what he does. Is, is, with, with quick guards, it's like you don't need all those dribbles to do that. Like He's explosive enough, and he has great court vision, so he's going to do what he needs to do anyway. But I saw him just like driving, getting under the basket, and then trying to find people late. You remember how like all freshman guards had that same thing, bro? It didn't matter if it was Joe Missoula, Truck. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, that's... Everybody did it. Like, yeah, but Jordan, Jordan is a is a one man press break, bro. You're not gonna take the ball from him, bro. Like, he went. Through, yeah, he, he got the ball on the string. He did yeah, one he, of those. He's special. He's special. At the end of the game, like he did one of those little dribbling, like you know what I mean. He was dribbling the ball for. He put on like a little show at the end of the game, <laughs> like 30 <laughs> seconds. But then he got a turnover. Bro, hugs took this, him out. because yeah, that's just, dude that's, used to do like halftime. Uh, shows for the Harlem Globetrotters and shit. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. saying. Like, <laughs> like, he's like a prodigy dribbling the basketball. I'm doing yeah. ball handling with him all summer, bro. All so summer. Why? But why though? Because are you going to plan on doing that in the game? Like, that's 2% of basketball. I know you've seen that interview before. I know you've seen I'm that interview before. You've seen I'm that interview before. It's like, it's 2% of basketball, bro. Like, I, you're not going to. I mean, I get it to tighten up. He work. He works in his handle, like his ball handling, religiously. Yeah, he's. But yeah. you would look so ridiculous at six, like six, seven, six, eight. <laughs> Pat dribbling the ball like eighteen times between the legs behind the back, Carl. You look ridiculous. Nah, not if yeah, I'm dribbling like. Not if I'm dribbling like McCabe. He he's smaller than you, so it, it doesn't look like that bad. But you so at six, you, seven, so what eight. What you're telling me is, see, he's gonna give me the the tools and the keys I need to do to, to look like him when I'm doing it, bro. Don't even worry about it, bro. So he, basically, he's just gonna say, get low to the ground. So I can be as small as he is. <laughs> you gotta look so stupid, but I'm with you though. I'll talk to McCabe about it. I'm not talking to you about this. You not You're even right. a ball. Shut You're up. Right. <laughs> you ain't plucked you ain't plucked me in years. <laughs> Wait. So what did you guys think? And not to get off basketball, but uh just out of curiosity, uh whenever the Big Twelve refs decided that the horns down, you know, was gonna be 
considered a foul in the Big 12 championship game, and that's now a rule? How ridiculous do you guys think that was? Why? Why would they make it that? Like, what was their reason for it? So apparently, well, no one really knows. We believe that it's because of when we played them, obviously, you know, we did the horns down and they, you know, we got in trouble for it, for taunting the other team, da, 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 da. Then it came down. It's like, okay, well, now we know that Oklahoma and Texas are going to go against each other in the Big 12 championship. And apparently they had a meeting about it and decided that that was now going to be a foul in any type of hand gestures. If it's done backwards, which is so stupid, I've never heard of something so ridiculous because they That's consider dumb. it taunting, right? Like how That's stupid. Dumb. Like, That's really dumb though. Yeah. Well, I scored. So, you know, taunting. Yeah. Like considered taunting. Like, the cele- other like, like a celebration of some sort. Kind of, but like, and it doesn't matter if you do it to another player. It doesn't matter if you do it to the crowd. It can be someone on the sidelines doing horns down and you can still get a foul for it. Like, it's so ridiculous. And it's all because it's Texas, I think, because no one else got in trouble for doing that before, you know? That's that's petty, because if someone has a a thing that they do, like a, a niche or something that they have for their team or their program, and someone does it, that can be what, like, a, like a flag or a technical, mm-hmm. like what, like the John Wall dance that John did. If that happened in the game, John would get a technical or something like that, basically, or I mean, punished. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, I think it was a fifteen-yard yeah, penalty. Football, like it's, it's ridiculous. Football, yeah, but that's like, petty. oh, I mean, it was the most ridiculous. I cannot even believe that they they spent time and had a meeting about it. Like, really? How long yeah. has Oklahoma been doing horns down forever? Yeah. And now everybody does that plays Texas though. Everybody exactly. it's like a thing. Because they, yeah. they say horns up. So they should <laughs> exactly. be able to say horns up. So like, I think say horns you know, up so we can't say horns down. Like Well, I think now that everyone in the Big Twelve has their hand signal, their little gesture or whatever, I think that we should give them the West Virginia hand signal, which is exactly what it is. It's the middle finger. Yeah. So maybe we should start yeah. doing that. Can we get in trouble for uh, that? Because it is West chances Virginia. Are, chances are it is trouble. <laughs> chances are you definitely. I'm going to try it. We'll see. We'll see. Like, whoa, West Virginia. I like, yeah. I like yeah. uh, the rubble. I like the rubble in ass. That's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> that the, the did the NCAA, like, sit down and talk about that? Yes. Like, yes. Like, oh. they actually had a meeting over it. Like, it's so crazy. I wonder, I wonder what else was discussed there in that NCAA meeting. <laughs> Anything that benefits Texas. Just that throw a pinky up. Yeah. Like, half a horn or something. Apple Screw you, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> or if you did a field goal stance with your arms like in a field goal post stance. Nah, I'd be no. I didn't really think that through. Anyway. Right. We'll, work, we'll work on it. We'll work on our hand gesture. We'll figure it out eventually. We got a week. We have a week. So Exactly. So anything. Yo, you know what we forgot Pumped to do? It's 850th win. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to my guy, Coach. Bob Huggins, 850. 850. Something a high school coach never did. <laughs> or a college coach. Or any coach, almost. <laughs> Probably a handful of coaches. Only a handful of coaches have done this. He's entered <laughs> yeah, elite status. Basically. Yeah, congrats, Hugs. Yeah, shout out to him, man. He's a living legend. <laughs> Le- <laughs> living, literally. I mean, seriously. Living legend. But it's like what it's like one of those things like when you hear like some, one of your favorite players broke a record. It's just like all right, like surprise, like 
Like you knew it was gonna happen. Like he's the man. Like he's he's doing great. Like he's 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 gonna get eight hundred fifty in this. Honestly, how how much longer do y'all think uh, Hugs got coaching? Five years. Five. I I don't know, bro. I I think his patience is getting thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner. You you think he gonna get to a thousand? Hell yeah. That think about it though. If he's at eight fifty right now, he would have to have five more seasons with at least thirty wins. So if that's the case, then we're talking. All right, cool. Let's say he has. Tw- Damn, we, that's like seven, seven. He could probably do it at seven. That's if he holds out for that long. That's what that's I'm saying. Out for that long. I mean, we did, we did just I, I get, get a top uh, recruit too, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I ain't no telling, bro. He, I know he loved coaching and all that, but it's. I don't know. I want to see him relax a little bit. He, he... I'm, I'm pretty sure if he got to that point, he get to the point where he like Joe Potter and just like sat back, watched it, bruh. He take some <laughs> time out. <laughs> you know no. he's not gonna be able to sit no. back. No, no. he's not gonna do that, bruh. <laughs> you know that. Coach Harris said, like, don't worry about it. I got, nah, sit your ass down, like. <laughs> <laughs> He out here busting blood vessels and yeah, passing out. <laughs> like, yo, yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I can see, I can see Bob, bro. I can just see him sticking around for five years, like at least. Yeah, I don't know if I, I, I want to get a chip. I hope he get. That's what I'm saying. I hope he get. If he get one, it's like it'd be dope. Yeah. yeah. If anybody deserves it. Is it, would he be the only person that's close to, to like you know, a thousand that didn't, doesn't have one? Not the only. He's like it's, 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 it's some other ones probably. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I'm trying to think. Everybody, yeah, check that out because I think like maybe majority of the guys that have a thousand wins have a, a championship. Yeah. Who's next after after Huggins? WVU guy, Darius Nichols, Joe Mazzula, Rob Summers. I like to see Joe take over. Huh? I like to see Joe take over WVU yeah. after Coach Hugs. They went, they went through that this early. Why not? I don't think they would do that this early because he's so young and he hasn't coached like D1. They wouldn't do that that early. I mean, well, we don't know how early it's going to well, be. We know, we know that Mike Shashevsky obviously yeah, had over time, a thousand wins. And time, yes, yeah, so I'm saying mm-hmm. I get it. Like if you say Hugs going to coach for like seven years. Eight years, some shit like that. Maybe even five and six, and he wants to let go. And five or six, if one of those guys are coaching, like Darius is already an assistant coach at a big time program, but it's not his program. You know what I mean? It's not like no one's under him. Yeah. It's not his. Shit. So like, Bob is actually number fourteen on the list. There yeah, are so, thirteen people ahead of him, but there's only like a handful that are still coaching. That I have to yeah, but do those, are those all, all those thirteen in front of them? Are, do they all have national championships? It looks like it, yeah, because you're talking like Bob Knight and like uh, yeah. who else is on here? Jim Beheim, like yeah, it's like Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim. I can't. Sorry. Beheim. Beheim. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Happy to the best of us. Does <laughs> yeah, I take it Syracuse yeah, obviously yeah. has a championship. But, Jim Calhoun uh, probably up there. Yeah, Calhoun is actually right behind Huggins at number thirteen. And he's behind yeah, so. Uh, let's see who else is on here. Rory Williams. Yeah, we're talking about everybody that won. So if he doesn't get a championship in that time, you can honestly say this with a straight face with the NCAA cheetah. At one point, <laughs> <at one> point <laughs> cheated him out of the chance for the championship at one point in his career. You got to look back. 
they cheated him out at one point in his career in the championship. Everyone that has a championship except for him. What? Uh, I'm well. It looks like it. What team is McKendry? The number one guy on the list is a dude named Harry Statham. Coach at that? McKendry from 1967 to 2018, and I've never heard of that. As soon as he finished coaching there, they must have just fell on out. Yeah, he coached for 52 years, <laughs> one team, and had 1,100 wins. Sheesh. That's so great. Must, it must have like really fell off. You're yeah. good. What's so really funny with you, bro? <laughs> what? He must got a lifetime job like Doc. <laughs> That's so, what I'm saying. He must. They gave him the uh, the century job there. Yeah. Like, he's worked 50 years. That half a cent. That's tough. Yo, hold up though. We got it. 50 years. Yo, we gotta we gotta start a campaign though, y'all. Final forecast campaign. Somebody wrote me about this on Facebook. Actually, I gotta I gotta remember in there. But we gotta bring back the black uniforms, bro. Yes. Like we got to start, like, a real campaign, like, hashtag something or whatever. You know what I mean? But we got to bring back. How many jerseys do we have, John? Like, we had the uh, we had the black, we had the gold, we had the white, blue. We had gray. Did we have gray? I never got I to wear gray. I you never got those. You never got Yeah, I know. Kev, you just missed that, too. Literally, we had grays. The new uh, AD, the new athletic director, great guy. You know what I mean? But... We need to bring back those black uniforms. He said, like, I think he said if Hugs wears a suit, he'll bring back the black uniforms. He has to wow. wear a suit. <laughs> wow. That's, Why is that the conditions? Why is that bring it back? To the fans black. want the black uniform back, regardless. So let's, let's do it, though. Let's start uh, a campaign. Let's ask the, ask the uh, fans. If, yes, yes. All the listeners, if y'all <laughs> can think about a good hashtag to bring back the black uniforms. Let us know at Final Forecast, Twitter, write us. It, man. Yeah, let us know, man. We, we, we want to start a real campaign on this. Like, let's get it going. Because we had the best times, like our best games in the black uniforms. You know what I mean? And they look so yeah. good. They look so good. Like, yeah. that was one of my favorite uniforms. We had the Kentucky black uniform on when we beat Kentucky. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. We're yeah. against uh, Ohio State, too. Mm-hmm. I don't Ah, man, we have some. And for marketing, it's good for marketing too. You can have like a blackout, you know what I mean? A cold, a cold something with cold or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Rush. So, cold, cold rush. rush. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, it's like a gold rush. I feel like it'd be a, I feel like we shouldn't do anything with the cold though. <laughs> Why not? Because they don't have cold jobs now. So like, I feel like it's like a no, smack no, no, in no. their face. Yes, they nah. do. What are you talking do about? They still, do they still have, are there, are there, is there still business in cold yes. now? Like, yes. I didn't know yes. if they were or not. I thought it was all shut down. It's no. a dying market. It's a dying it's a market. It is a dying market, but they're trying to but, revive it. But it's an appre- we could do it for appreciation of the coal miners. Is that- all right, cool, cool. That's exactly. like, you know, a yeah, thing, yeah. Exactly. That'd, That'd be, be dope. And have like a little coal miner helmet patch on it. <laughs> the little light. A little light. This has been the final forecast. I'm Kevin Jones. It's Jay Flo. Thanks for listening, y'all. Appreciate it. Putting up with me. (laughs) Don't interrupt me again, John. This is Deshaun Butler. (laughs) And we got our lovely co-host again, Ashley. That's me. See y'all next time. We out here. Bye.